Hey, I'm Kelly Hausman. I'm a licensed therapist and a mom, and I'm trying to figure out this whole life thing right alongside you. I'm taking my unique approach to therapy, where we laugh a lot, we cry a lot, we talk about anything and everything, right from my couch to your car, or wherever you might be listening from. Hey, no appointment or copay is required. We're gonna have some experts in their fields giving us advice about how they got to where they are, the lessons they've learned along the way, and things that we can all add to our lives to make it more enriched. My goal is to help you to get advice, to be inspired, and get a much needed break from reality. So take a seat, your session is about to begin. Welcome to this week's episode of Kelly's Reality. Today, my amazing guest is Alexa Randolph, and she is the CEO and founder of With Love Alexa and also Forever Strong. Alexa, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm really good. How about yourself? Good. It's like so sad. Like we're actually not that, we don't live that far from each other, but we still can't. <laughs> no, Alexa and I have got to know each other personally throughout the years. We've known each other for a couple of years now, right? At least. Yeah. I yeah. feel like probably. So I know it's, it's hard to do this over Zoom, but one of these days we'll be back <laughs> in person and we'll get to see each other in person. Uh, so Alexa is a really big advocate and she's an educator on chronic pain. That's kind of her mission in life now is to kind of help educate people about what exactly chronic pain is, the stories behind people living with it. And she's also a huge advocate and speaks out a lot about mental health too, which of course I love as well. And your story is very interesting. So you, like you said, you were living your best life. Life was great. And then all of a sudden in 2016, you were in a pretty horrific car accident that changed yeah. your life forever. Um, can you talk about that and kind of what happened afterwards? Yeah. So it actually happened like two months after I graduated college. Mm -hmm. um, I was visiting family in Las Vegas because um, I had time, I didn't have a job yet. So, and one night we're on our way home from dinner and a lady ran a red going like 60 miles an hour. She was T or she T-boned us on my door, um, which was like the rear passenger. And basically what happened over the next year, I was first told that like my head pain and whatever was sinus infection. Which, mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe like he's the doctor there said I might've had one coming on and because I hit it, it, came I don't know it didn't make any sense but what I mean what can I do so I eventually went home went to see a doc my doctors there um I went to a chiropractor for my neck and then I was just told it was depression like just the PTSD from the car accident so mm -hmm. I just kind of started living life again um I started at a job uh my dream job actually was an event planner I was mm -hmm. working with one and a few months in, I was just in so much pain all the time. Like I wasn't remembering a lot of things and that wasn't me. Mm -hmm. um, I did really well in school. Like that just wasn't me. So I finally got to see a neurologist who told me it was a concussion and post-concussion syndrome. Mm -hmm. And basically from then on, I was just all about trying different treatments. And I had to see some doctor, like pain doctors. And mm -hmm. I was told that basically it was all in my head mm -hmm. that my pain and I had a doctor telling me like I should be jumping for joy and the only doctors I should be seeing are um 
but my psychologist. Wow. And it was, that was really hard because I knew something just wasn't right. There was something mm-hmm. wasn't right. And thank goodness I had all the support of my parents and my friends to like help me. And we eventually found the right doctor. Mm-hmm. And I was diagnosed a year to the day of the accident um, with central pain syndrome. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, what is central pain syndrome? Central pain is like a neurological disorder due to damage to your brain, brain stem or spine. Um, so a lot of stroke patients can get it. Mm-hmm. Really anyone that has anything like a surge, if you have a surge on your back, you can end up getting it. Like if they do a nerve, something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to say some of the symptoms are very similar to MS, mm-hmm. um, but there's no lesions or anything. And like for central pain and um, it doesn't necessarily get worse over time. Okay. It's just not ever good and it doesn't go away per se, but it won't get like progressively worse. Mm-hmm. And but that's yeah. so tough mentally for you. I've worked with a couple patients myself that when they came to me, they, they had said several doctors told them the same thing. Uh, it's in your head. Just go talk to a counselor about it. There's nothing we can do. And I have to tell them your pain is very real. You aren't just going to make up pain. Your body feels it. And so to be dismissed like that by doctors has got to be incredibly tough for you. Yeah. I still get nervous going to new doctors Mm -hmm. because I don't know. And it was also a male doctor. And Mm -hmm. that's a lot of times who does that. It's Mm -hmm. the male doctors to the female patients. Wow. Yeah. And just, you just want people to hear your story. And uh, I wonder has it been therapeutic for you? So tell us a little bit about with Love Alexa and your blog and, and sharing your story. Has it been therapeutic to get your story out there? And have you found other people similar situations as you? Yes, a lot. And yes, it has definitely been very therapeutic. I started with a blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to a family friend who owns the podcast studio. And he, they were telling me all about podcasting. And I like I'd heard podcasts. I knew what they were. But I never thought I would be good at it. Like, so I ended up trying it out and it's been amazing ever since. Like, I just love it. Um, because I get to hear so many people's stories and it's not just sitting and writing because blogging takes all this research and time and it's exhausting sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I love the podcasting because I can get people's stories out there. Yep. And what advice uh, have you found that has been? Because again, it's got to be tough to just wake up in pain every day. I'm sure it affects your mental state and your even hope for the future. What are some of the biggest things that you've done to help your outlook on life and just to to make it through each day with this? Yeah, it's it's definitely really hard because um, I don't know how I wake like when I wake up. I don't know how I'm gonna be. If I'm gonna be like in a lot of pain. If I'm gonna be okay. Um, I just kind of take it day by day to the best of my ability. Um, I try and breathe through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting, I want to try meditation. I'm just not very good at it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just like, it's the, sometimes it's the voices like that do the meditation. I'm like, they just irritate me. So it's like really hard, but, um, and I'm starting to realize too, it's like the days that I stay in bed and do nothing actually sometimes make it worse, even though sometimes I have no choice. Like I'm in so much pain, like, so it's like a vicious cycle. Yeah. But sometimes actually doing more helps. Ah, and I think that's kind of the case for most things too, especially my patients who are really depressed. 
they say like, all I want to do is lay in bed. And I think you're right. You know, I mean, look, your body needs a rest. Sometimes I get it. Just take the day and rest. But I think it becomes a habit too. And like you said, sometimes just forcing yourself to get up and to do stuff or to make plans or to talk to someone can be helpful instead of laying around. And I know it's hard though. It's so hard. How do you motivate yourself on days that you're just like, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling down. How do you turn that around? Um, Some days I just let myself, like I have those days where if I wake up in just so much pain and I can't even function, I will let myself Mm -hmm. have the day. Um, But if it becomes like a couple days, I start to just like make myself work. Mm. Like I kind of just say like, let's just get some work. And then I eventually start to feel better Mm -hmm. actually. So I kind of just try and make myself do things Mm -hmm. or I'll read a lot. Reading helps me a lot. Um, and what do, has, has therapy helped? Are you into therapy? How do you take care of your own mental health? Yeah, I, I haven't talked to like my therapist in a, in a little while because I'm actually doing really well, but for the most part, um, but yeah, for like good two and a half years, I talked to, I had a therapist who I talked to and she was great. Awesome. Um, and she's helped me a lot and I've been meeting like those tools and things like that. Yeah. And sometimes even just having someone validate your story, like I said, I've worked with patients like this in the past as well. And, you know, there's definitely tips and techniques we can, we can teach you guys. But I think a lot of it is having someone believe you and say like, I hear you, you, yes, you are, you're feeling pain. You're, it's okay to feel like this. And just having someone like listen to your story, I'm sure was huge. Yeah, for sure. And it's also nice, like the podcast, like people, saying like, oh, this is my story too, or I'm very similar or things like that. Yeah. That's really nice too. Mm -hmm. And now talking more about mental health, you've been involved with a couple really big Zoom and really kind of switching gears to be a mental health advocate. Talk talk a little bit about that. Why was that important to you? And tell everyone about what you're doing. Well, for like mental health in general is just a lot of different things. It's, It's so important. And it's not, it's becoming more prevalent mm-hmm. talking about it and things like that. And I want to be a part of the solution, mm-hmm. um, especially during COVID. Yeah. I already like have a lot of like mental health issues, like because of my pain. It's like, people like to say you're depressed. Well, so you're in pain because you're depressed. Well, maybe you're depressed because you're in pain. It's, it's mm-hmm. just, a, it's just a circle. It just goes. So I wanted to help other people mm-hmm. and I teamed up with Zach Rance of the Mental Health Collection, and he was also on Big Brother, mm-hmm. um, and he's been a huge mental health advocate. Mm-hmm. So we've actually been um, working together, and we're actually doing one on pain in March. Oh, excellent. Do, that'll be like the theme, so it'll oh. be really nice. Great. And that's been really successful. And I know I've had the privilege of being on the panel a couple of times with you guys. And again, just that space where there's different topics each month. You guys have covered everything from anxiety to sexuality to body image was the last one we did. And just hearing how people are able to open up and share their stories and connect with other people on the call has been incredible to watch. Yeah. And like people become friends through it. Mm-hmm. Like, so now you have like this huge support system that maybe you didn't have before. That's incredible. And where do you see this going in the future? What's kind of like your big, what's next for you? Just to keep going as long as we can um, to get more people involved and 
just to keep sharing and who knows, maybe one day do a live event. Yeah, that would be incredible. Broadcast it and do it so people like can be there live, mm -hmm. but then also being able to see it after that. Yeah. So we'll see. Yes, keeping our fingers crossed for that. And I know the social isolation has been really hard. We talked at the beginning of this, how you and I live very close. You know, we could have easily yeah. in pre-pandemic times done this in person. And I think for me and many of my clients, the social isolation has been very, very tough. That's been probably one of the hardest parts. How are you yeah. coping with that? Well, I'm really lucky is because I'm living with my parents. So mm -hmm. I just couldn't imagine like for the people that live alone and especially mm -hmm. during that lockdown like for months where we had to stay basically stay home except to go to like a grocery store mm -hmm. like we would play games and like hung out and we got even closer and we were already really close mm -hmm. like just the thought of having to live alone is scary like yeah it's hard for a lot of people that I have that that do live by themselves and they're not going to work and oh, it's been really tough it's been a tough year for I don't think there's been a single person who hasn't been affected by it so and again by you guys doing these zoom things with the mental health collection and with love Alexa I think it's it's a huge step towards helping people feel even just a little bit better and giving them something to look forward to so I'm so glad you're offering that and um so what's next for your website too just um to continue with my podcast um I want to eventually like maybe once things get a little better or even online I want to do public speaking is like mm -hmm. kind of my next goal uh -huh. so that's the, that's the goal right now but just to keep going and get bigger and we'll see and I have my clothes my forever strong clothing line mm -hmm. um, that I'm trying to get out there more so yeah excellent um and so what is some advice that you would give for someone if they're watching this and maybe they're new on their journey with chronic pain or they're starting to lose hope? What would you tell someone in that situation, having lived through this for several years yourself now? Yeah, um, you're not alone uh, and it's hard and you sometimes feel you're alone, but you're not. There are other people that you can talk to um, just to do the best that you can and also know that you are strong you're a warrior you may not feel it sometimes but there's always you have that strength somewhere deep down yeah and is that how forever strong came about finding that strength from within yes mm -hmm. nice i just knew i was a strong person and there were days i didn't feel it but i knew that i was and i just kind of came up with forever strong and now i use it in everything <laughs> And that's such a great outlook to have for, for life in general. Yeah. And it, it doesn't mean that you're always feeling strong, but there's always right. some part of you where you can pull that from and it's always with you. Even if it seems like it's hiding, it's always there to be found when, when you need it. So that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what do you do behind the scenes to keep your mental health and even physical health the best it can be? talk to people honestly like I have a like I said earlier I have a great support system of mm -hmm. like my family and my friends and they are always there to listen when I need something and I read a lot I love to read I get lost in the book and it just like takes me away sometimes um yeah I just it's honestly even doing stuff like this helps mm -hmm. getting, anytime I can get my story and help somebody like that like I always feel really good after those mental health events because yeah. It's like I know someone else got something from it and then just really and hearing people share the stories and knowing that I started it 
it just means so much to me and it really helps. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what people have been asking me off and on, what's your biggest advice for getting through the pandemic or getting through the winter months even? And it's finding some kind of social connection each day, whether it's yeah. on a Zoom event or FaceTiming a family member, or even just checking in and texting or messaging someone. I think that's really important to keep that because humans are social creatures and it's hard not right. to do that. So uh, I love that you said that because that's probably my biggest piece of advice for everyone is find that somehow. I know it's not the same. Zero screen is not the same. It's, it would never will be, but at least having that connection on some level is it's as close to as in person as you can get it's yep. not being in person. Right, right. <laughs> Um, and then final question for you, what is the best piece of life advice you've ever been given or uh, like mantra that you, you live by? A hard one. I mean, I feel like I've just gone through a lot. Um, I think just taking each day as it comes, mm -hmm. that we're always going to have like those moments and you just got to get through it, mm -hmm. I think. And then I also, I'll always live by forever strong as well. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Now, if people want to find you, check out your blog or your podcast or your clothing line. Where can they find all of that? Um, it's just my everything is with or not with love, alexarandolph.com. And right. all of my, I have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all with love Alexa one. Excellent. So yeah, check her out. And is there something that if even if people are not suffering with chronic pain, they could still come to your website or your Instagram or yeah. podcasts and, and learn about life, I suppose? Yeah, I think that you can always learn something because you're always going to know somebody that's suffering with something. So it could even help you to help someone else. Great. Excellent. Well, guys, check her out. Check out her podcast. I'm on an episode. Yes. <laughs> so that's my personal favorite. But um, thank you so much for taking the time today. And definitely too. Oh, about the mental health collection zoom events too. How would they find out? Is that on your website as well? Um, we do it all on I do a lot on uh, my social media. So Instagram, Facebook, and then um, I think there is something on my website I'm starting to put on soon. So okay. great. So yeah, hop on one of those, um, contact Alexa, see what she's up to, listen to the podcast, and we will get through this one day at a time. Yeah. And you're forever strong. Yes, yes, I love it. Great mottos for the beginning of the new year. So Alexa, thanks so much for your time today, and I can't wait to see you in person again, hopefully soon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this latest episode of Kelly's Reality. If you can't wait until our next session, you can find more information, articles, and advice on my blog at kellysreality.com. I'm also located on social media at the same handles. Now get off my couch, go home, and I'll see you at the next appointment.